Welcome to the Created Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Heather Frierson. If you're a woman leader in the ministry or marketplace, you've come to the right place. So buckle up and get ready for season five of the show, where each week a new co-host would join me, and we will have real, raw, and fun conversations about living out our faith in the marketplace and more. Enjoy. Well, hello, friends. It's Thanksgiving week, so we thought we would do something really special on this show today. This past April, we hosted our Interactive Women's Leadership Conference alongside DCX Community and Wilco Workspaces. It was truly a magical day where we hosted over 100 women leaders. God led us the whole way, and we saw so many miracles planning the conference before, during, and after. So, For today's podcast, you will get to hear our Finding Purpose panel featuring three of our amazing leaders. One of the reasons um, we are sharing part of the conference with you today is because as a nonprofit, we are participating in National Giving Tuesday, which is always the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, and our focus this year is our conference for 2024. Friends, this, I just have to tell you, this just isn't another conference for women, It's a powerful gathering and launchpad for entrepreneurs, leaders, visionaries, and those women who are committed to discovering and living out their God-given purpose. So this Giving Tuesday, we want to invite you, our community, our friends, our listeners, to be a part of what God is doing at Create a Woman. Your investment goes directly towards making the 2024 Created Woman Conference a reality covering crucial costs, like enabling us to invite top-notch speakers and providing the resources necessary for a life-changing experience. By investing in her, which is actually you as well, you're not just supporting an event, you're catalyzing change and empowering a wave of women to transform the world around them through us, through their God-giving purpose and bringing Christ into every sphere of influence. Well, I'm just going to let the rest of the show speak for itself. And if you want to find out more about the conference and or Giving Tuesday, then visit us at createawoman.net or the show notes below. Enjoy. Up next is Finding Purpose, and we'll get to hear from Hannah Bro, D. Opine, and Gina Anderson. Enjoy. Wonderful. Okay, well, we are going to get started here with our panel. Are y'all excited? I'm excited too. Um, Let's do some quick introductions just so we know who we're talking to. Um, Hannah, you want to go first? Sure. I'll go first. Hi, everyone. My name is Hannah Bro. Um, I have the opportunity and the privilege to serve on the board for Created Woman. Um, I love in the vision and I believe in the mission and I'm excited to be here. Awesome. What about you? So I'm Gina Anderson, and I've been serving in a variety of ways with Created Woman, from being a writer to helping with Gather Her and many other things for the last five plus years. I think now I've lost track. And um, I'm also a writer and a mama uh, to two, a teenage daughter being one of them, so y'all can pray for that. And... (laughs) Um, and I'm just excited to be here. I'm so excited to see all of your faces. I really am. Awesome. 
Well, this is a leadership conference, right? I believe that every single one of us in this room is a leader. Do you all agree? Yes, and that we all live life on purpose for purpose. Just to get a temperature of the room, is there anybody here who's maybe going through like a pivot or a closed door? Yeah, a few of us. Okay, just uh, just good to know. Um, does anybody have, does everybody feel like they have a good sense of their purpose in this season? Yeah? Okay. Well, let's get started with some questions um, with the panel. So I want to start off out by asking just both of you, who and how are you purposely leading right now in this season? Like who are you leading and how are you leading? It's like a leading and purpose mixed together question. Um, who am I leading? Well, I'm always leading myself, right? Like I'm, I'm completely responsible for myself, my choices, the things that happen to me and the way that I respond to them. I lead that. I'm responsible for it and I own it. Um, I'm also leading children. I have three children that are under the age of five. Um, they're amazing, and I'm very tired a lot of the time. <laughs> um, and I have a full-time job, and I'm in a leadership position in my job, and so I work full-time. Um, and how do I lead? I try to, if you've listened to the podcast recently, I gave my three leadership H's that I try to live by in the leadership world, and that is to stay hungry, to stay helpful, and to stay humble. Um, so I feel like that's my best avenue of leadership is to always keep striving, right? To stay hungry. I've never arrived. I never will arrive until we get to heaven. Um, to stay helpful, to make sure that I'm always offering the best support I can to the people around me, whether it be my family, my friends, or people in my job, to make sure that I'm helpful and that I'm humble, right? No matter what your title is, to understand that it's only God's goodness and his grace that has got you there. Really good. I want to come back to that in a second, but I want to uh, ask Gina the same. Who, because we're all leaders, right? So who are you leading and how are you leading them purposely? Yeah, I would say, first of all, the, the first thing that comes to mind to me is, is really and truly as Christians, we're leading everyone around us. We're influencing everyone around us because the world around us, if they don't know Jesus, they learn who he is through us. And, and so, but to be more specific, you know, just keeping that in mind, but to be more specific, me in particular, I'm also leading my kids and I, I lead people that I work with and the staff that are under me. I lead people in ministry. I'm an elder in my church. And so I'm always looking, I'm always looking honestly to find those quiet, intimate moments where I can look at you and get to know you and see who God has created you to be and just encourage you in that. So I would say that's, I'm a nurse practitioner as well. I didn't men mention that earlier, but I've been a nurse for almost 20 years now. And that has given me the great privilege to sit down with people one-on-one -on -one and I get to hear their stories and find out what's going on with them and be intentional with them. So I think for me, it's all about being purposeful in each moment. And even as much as last night, we were here preparing and then I went home to my family and my son and I just sat on the couch and he laid in my lap and let me play with his hair and it was just a sweet moment. And so I think just being intentional with who you're with, wh whoever I'm leading at the time. Really good. 
Okay, so to get back to this, y'all both answered that question and you mentioned a few different roles. Mom, own business, nurse practitioner, leadership, mentorship, ministry. How many of y'all are mothers? Yeah, we have some moms. How many of y'all work? Yeah, have your own business. That's a lot for women, right? So how do you marry all those different roles and, and tie it back to purpose? How are they, are they holistically in, woven in? Like, help us like break this down. How do you do all the things and still have like one purpose? Or are they all different purposes? Like, let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good question. So I don't know how many of you saw the video earlier. Um, I am not that person anymore. <laughs> And that video was filmed within the last five years. And in that video, I told some of my story of how at that time in my life, I had shortly just had, became a mom. I had one kid. Now I have three. Um, I was a business owner. I've retired that business. I was a church planter. Our church flopped. And that's okay. You know, it's okay for all of those pieces that you identify with. It's, but my purpose has remained. And so it's okay if you're in a season where something failed, something that we teach our kids is, you know, whenever they make a mistake, we say, well, what do mistakes do? They make us better. Mistakes make us better. If you let them, mistakes can make you better. And you just touched on that too. Mistakes can also make you bitter. They can make you depressed. They can do a lot of that. But if you understand that your purpose like Cheryl said, is um, our ultimate purpose as believers is to know God and to make him known, to love God and to love others. If that is your foundation, then your purpose is always the same. Yes, you absolutely have an assignment and your assignment and my assignment is still to, to bring the gospel to people, whether, whatever platform that is. You know, that platform may be in my home, that platform may be um, on a pulpit, on a stage, I don't know. And I'm in this season of, I don't know, but I know that I love God and I'm gonna be faithful to his people and to him. And so I think the way that I marry it is through just being grounded in the gospel, that above all else, I'm grounded in the gospel and the titles will change. You know, you'll, you'll win some, you'll lose some, but if you're grounded in the gospel, then your purpose kind of stays the same. It's good, really good. Yeah, and I, I love hearing Hannah's story because, um, well, I know her and she's an amazing person, but what I'm hearing her say is that you fail sometimes in these roles, but you fail forward if you know Jesus. And I, I love that. How I would say that I, just to add what to what she was saying, um, with all the roles that you have, one thing I've learned the hard way is to learn to discern what to say yes to and what to say no to. Like, don't put yourself in roles where you don't belong, that don't align. I don't need to put myself in roles that don't align with my purpose. So I, I before I say yes now, I make sure that I hold it up against my purpose and, and is this what God would have me to do? Does this align um, with what I know God has put me on this earth to do? And then I think the other thing is um, just holding expectations loosely. Like, um, you know, if I'm in, in my role um, at work and um, I'm expecting the, go, the day to go a certain way and something else pops up, you know, just be, being willing to let the Lord lead me in that moment, which I was just telling Hannah, like coming up here and getting to talk, 
I'm a planner, and so when I speak to people, I normally have lined out exactly what I'm going to say, and I stick to the script. And so that is an area that I've had to grow in, to just be willing in the moment to pivot and to listen to the Lord and be open to what the Lord would have me to do. Really good. So we've talked about pivots and walls and fires and closed doors and things that may look like a setback. Hannah, you mentioned that you your purpose at one time was to plan a church, and then you said it flopped. I don't think it flopped. I think that it was something else. It transitioned. So what do you say to the woman who is in that transition liminal moment of hitting maybe a lot of closed doors or still in the fire, still in that desert season. What do you say to the woman in the pivot? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's kind of a hard question because um, what I would say to you or what I would hope that someone would say to me, and a lot of people in this room did say that to me, and that's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to grieve. Um, and to really understand loss, the loss of a dream, the loss of an identity, the loss of what you felt was your life's work, you know, it's okay. It's okay to, to feel it and it, it stinks, you know, it's not what you thought it would be, but God is good and does only good. And Hebrews tells us that, I'm sorry, Romans, Romans 11 tells us that his gifts are given without repentance. And what is repentance? It's an apology and it's turning and going the other way. God's not telling you to turn around and go the other way. He's not saying, I'm sorry, you failed. I'm sorry, you're unworthy. Turn around and do something else. God is saying, keep going. I gave that to you without being sorry about it. No matter what you choose, no matter what happens, no matter what global pandemic happens, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry I gave you that gift. So I guess that's what I would say. I would say it's okay to feel it and to sit in it and to be with it. And then to understand that God is good and you're going to keep going and you're going to make it and you're going to be fulfilled no matter what you do. It's really good. Anything to add, Gina? Yeah, I love that, Hannah. We serve an unapologetic God. I love it. The only thing I would add to that is I've been in transitions before and I'm in a transition actually right now in my career. And I think that some wisdom, one of the hardest transitions that I went through was kind of like in a way I can relate to what Hannah's saying. I was a part of a church for over 10 years and I led Bible study there. I had a thriving women's Bible study. I led women's ministry there. And then what seemed to me very suddenly, God said, leave, go, go somewhere else. And I was kind of like, really? I did all this because you asked me to. And, and so that was really hard. But what I learned is that God is always good and he always trades up. And um, he's brought me to a different place that in many ways is so much better for my family, for me. And so I've learned to trust him and I've also learned to be patient and to not have the Sarah syndrome. And if you're not familiar with that story, Sarah, God made a promise to Sarah, it didn't happen very quickly. And like any good woman, she says, well, I'm gonna make it happen. (laughs) And she did some things that created trouble. And so I have learned to be patient and wait for the Lord. It's really good. So when we got together and talked about this, we were praying for you guys and just 
trying to understand who might be in this room and what they need. And we kind of got the impression that there may be those in this room that feel like, I just need to be reignite. I need to be reconnected. I need to be rejuvenated with my purpose. What would you say to that weary person who just feels like they want to throw in the towel and walk away? I, I would say, on, honestly, I would say step back. Step back. Um, kind of in line with what Cezanne was saying. Step back and take a minute to rest or a day, or a week, or a season to rest. Um, Because when I'm feeling lost or overwhelmed, often it's either I'm, I'm working out of my own strength and not allowing the Lord to lead me and the Lord to strengthen me, Um, or maybe I have certain expectations that aren't being met, or I've just gotten so busy with the tasking that I've disconnected for why I was doing it in the first place. And so I would say step back and uh, have yourself a Sabbath every week. Um, Have yourself a a moment, a time, whether that's five minutes or 30 minutes or whatever it is every day, that you begin to reconnect with your purpose. Anything to add? I don't know. Okay. So... Let's stay on trees for a second. I like trees. <laughs> so, because trees adapt to seasons, right? A tree doesn't stop being a tree when it's not blooming, when it's cold, when it's winter. It's still working, it's still alive. And so some people will look at the tree and say, man, that tree's dead. That's not doing anything. And some of us are in that season where we are in a winter season where we feel like we're not producing fruit because we're not, we're in a waiting season. What do you say to the women who are currently not producing outward fruit, who feel like they're dead, but it's just winter, right? Spring is here, ladies. Look at my jacket. It's coming. So what would you say to the women in that waiting season or just seasons where they're not producing fruit? I would say um, this too shall pass, right? So if you're in a season and you're producing great fruit, this too shall pass. If you're in a season and you're, you feel like it's dry, this too shall pass. And that's why we always continue to try to stay connected because, I mean, life ebbs and flows. The Bible talks about seed time and harvest. These, things will, these three things will remain. They're a fact of life. They're part of God's design for creation is seed, time, and harvest. And we're not always in the harvest season, just like we're not always in the time season. And we're not always in the planting season. And so that, that, was, that would be my advice is this too shall pass. And if you can identify which part of that season you're in, maybe it is the planting, maybe you feel like it's the waiting, but it should be the planting, um, to just identify which phase of that cycle you're in and understand that it'll pass. Gina? I think that's good enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How many of you feel like, well, I'm not going to put it. I'm not, don't tell me if you're in your winter season. Um, Okay, so I want to know how purpose and um, relates to community. Like, 
I think that purpose and community and friendship and dream launcher friends go hand in hand. Tell me what community, how community has played a role in your purpose. That's a great question. Um, I can use so many different things as an example, right? If you think about, maybe you think about your wedding or maybe if you have children, if you think about your baby shower or maybe you think about a memorial service or a church plant or a business launch, who are the people around you? And even the people today that are sitting beside you, I mean, that, that's community, right? Those are people that you pour your life into and they make you better and they make you stronger. And those are the people that you want around you. And what community did for my purpose was it empowered me. I, I chose to have people around me and I choose to have, and I choose to invest in people around me that are gonna cheer you on and that are gonna hug you when it's hard and, and have pom-poms when it's great and celebrate the good. You know, the Bible talks about Ecclesiastes, about weeping with those who weep and rejoicing with those who rejoice. I think that's what community is in purpose. And you can't just expect to receive it all the time, right? Like that's great too, but you also wanna be able to invest that, to invest celebration, to invest sorrow, just to, that, that community of, of we all need those people to hug us when it's hard and get out their pom-poms when it's good. So good. How's community impacted your purpose, Gina? It's impacted it greatly, honestly. God has made us to be in community with others. And so being a part of different communities, I think from each community, I get different things. And one thing that I was, I was thinking about is how you walk out your purpose in different communities looks different. Um, at my church, uh, I would say I'm, I'm a leader and um, I teach and I preach and I disciple people. And in Created Woman, if you haven't noticed, this is a group of powerhouse women. And so I find myself sometimes more encouraging others and doing things in the background, and I'm fine with that. And so I think being in community has taught me that no matter where we are, you always have a part. And knowing what your part is, is important. And, and then I think also um, one thing that, so I, I, like I said in the beginning, I'm a writer and I, I write and the writing life can be very lonely. Like you're, you're trying to figure out what's my next project. You're trying to figure out how to connect with your audience and it feels lonely. And for the past six months or so, I've been very intentional about finding community, about connecting with community and people I can collaborate with. And it has been so fruitful because we're better together. And so it has led me further, I know, than I would be without that community. And I had to seek it. Like it wasn't something that pe people didn't come knocking down my door. I went out and sought it. And, and so I, I think it's so important that um, I may be writing and you may be an entrepreneur in a completely different world, but don't do it alone. That's really good. I think um, if you've been at Gather Her at all, you've probably heard me say that your purpose is not for you. Your purpose is for somebody else. And that's why we are planted in community. And we see Jesus who, who used and employed people and came as a baby with a family. He was a son. He, was, he had a mother. He had relationship all throughout his life. He didn't start his ministry until three decades later. And in those decades, he was planted in community. And so it's, it's 
they can't be separated. Purpose and community, it's you are the hands and feet. And you have a purpose within your community. So if you're siloed and and feel like you want to do it alone, like sometimes I can get really introverted, you're you're gonna die. You know, your purpose is not gonna um, walk out and be what it's supposed to be. Um, can I add to that? Yeah, let's go. Um, so like like Dee was saying, and if you're maybe you're looking for community, and I don't live in this part of town anymore, but. Created Woman is designed with you in mind. And I, what I love about Created Woman is, of course, Heather, right? And the dream, and I believe in the dream, and I've always told Heather I'm going to be a part of this until the day that I die because I believe in what God is doing. Mm-hmm. But also, you can trust the leadership here. I have never met, and I've been in ministry vocationally, and I've been in corporations, and I'm in a very large corporation now, and I have never met a leader like Heather. And what I love about Heather, and I want to honor her for a moment because I think it's important, Heather is the most generous person with what God has given her. It's and true. I know that, and I know they've experienced it too, but, and you're going to experience it all day today because you'll notice Heather was up here for 10 minutes, maybe, and casting vision and explaining what created woman was, but she's so generous with her platform. She will give anybody the opportunity to share their story and she will invest in you and she believes in you and she puts people around the vision that want to do the same. So if you're looking for community and you're looking for purpose and you want people to cheer you on, this is the place for you. And it's a safe place. And it's not a a, a weird place. How many of you have been a part of something? You're like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just such a healthy environment where you're fully free to be yourself and to dream your dreams and to be championed along the way. And so, Heather, I honor you for creating an environment that is safe. And can we just clap for her for a second? She's amazing. (laughs) But you're going to have a lot of, there's going to be a lot of open doors that we'll talk about throughout the rest of the day to get involved. Yeah. Anything to add? I would just echo that. And um, one thing that that she didn't mention about the community of created women in particular is I've also never met a group of women who is is just so encouraging and not competitive. Nobody is is too small to be a part. Nobody is too anything to be a part. And um, so, and and everyone is encouraged and uplifted because we all have purpose. We are all created on purpose for a purpose. And so I would just add that. Yeah. And to add to that, again, <laughs> the community part, I just want to let you know and call this out. Uh, probably 2012, I was like walking through a divorce, not who I was at all, walked into Shoreline, wanting to get connected, wanting to find some type of community, and Cheryl Luke called me out, and I was just called out giftings in me. I didn't have, I I never had a chance to be on a stage or talk or preach or teach or anything like that, and she pulled me to the side and saw something in me that I never would have saw. And she planted a seed that I always remember to go back to. And she gave me an opportunity to lead a table 
because she saw leadership all over me. And I was 26 leading these, you know, Andrea Moore was at my table, just at the sisterhood. It was on Wednesday mornings. And she gave me the opportunity. And ever since I've been in community, it's been like that. My job that I have now is because I am a part of a community group. The, the, why I'm able to do this and be equipped to speak and teach is because Heather saw me as a, as, as a leader too. And so I'm, you have communities where you grow. It's, it's literally the, the, the currency of the kingdom. You cannot do this out without relationships and you can't do it without godly relationships because you're the sum of the people that you hang out with, right? So let's open it up for just a few questions. Um, do we have any questions uh, regarding purpose for our panel? Yes. Yeah, she, so she asked, was there a moment where you felt like this was, you know, kind of that epitome, that aha moment is this is my purpose? Um, I would say, and if you've taken our, our Dream Launcher course or our DLC class, which is amazing, um, for me and the way that I've coached people around me is you'll find your purpose where your prayer and your passion unite. And so when you are off, you'll see yourself, and I just, I encourage you to take notice of it. You'll see yourself praying about something a lot, or you'll, you'll feel a passion inside about a specific thing. And so whenever you're passionate about something and you pray about something, you'll often identify or define your purpose in those moments. Um, for me, I was really young. I was seven years old when I felt like I wanted ministry was going to be my life. And so it was a really difficult thing for us to walk through when the church, our first church plant didn't work out. And that's okay. It's okay to go through those really hard seasons because I know that God is faithful. Will I ever plant a church again? I don't know. And that's okay too. I know that God is good and does only good. And what the enemy means for evil, God can turn and make it good. And I know that I was obedient when we planted the church. And I know I was obedient on our last Sunday when we closed the doors. It doesn't make it any more easy. It doesn't make it easier. It doesn't make it harder. Um, it, it just is what it is. And so I would say um, just to continue to identify what your passions are and continue to take those before the Lord and to pray over them. And he will clearly show you, I believe, and it may be over time and it may be in one moment, but he will clearly begin to, to illuminate to you what your purpose is. I would just add to that, that God doesn't want to keep your purpose a secret. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he reveals what we're ready to receive. And for me, it was um, identifying my purpose was a process over time, over a long time. And it was what Hannah said, paying attention. And at, at first, it sort of felt like it was the role that I was in, like, oh, this is what I was meant to do. And then you realize it's not your role, it's not a position, but it's what you're doing in each place that you're in. And you start to identify the, the common theme. And eventually you realize, I wanted Hannah to go first because I knew she was gonna say the thing about your prayers and passions meeting. And I think I can't say it any more beautifully than that. But eventually you start to see what God has put in your heart and what he has made you to do and how you're living that out. And it just gets revealed. Really good. And I'll say one thing too, is that 
um, I found out my purpose by being obedient to God and through the community. If I wasn't in that room where Cheryl was, I wouldn't have known what she called out to me. If I wasn't in Creative Woman, I wouldn't have known that I have uh, giftings that I'm able to utilize. Um, so being obedient to, to his will, and his will is always going to be planted in a, a community, a church, and relationships, godly ones. And I think when you're there, you're in front of doors, and you either walk through them or close them, right? Close those doors. So we'll do one more, and then we're going to get to lunch. One more question. Hi. Um, how do you differentiate um, wisdom and being radical when it comes to a purpose? You know, God can tell you to do something, and you're like, even when you take the steps to do what he's called you to do, the financial part sometimes can be heavy, and it seems impossible. And you trust God and you know that God will have you, but yet you feel like, am I being wise in the decision I'm making to um, walk in this purpose? Am I doing this? Am I making, am I doing certain things to provide instead of fully jumping out when it seems like it's almost impossible or too big for you to do? Do you, do you understand? That's a really good question. And it sort of challenges me, but what, I had to face something like this recently, and so I, I'll give you an example. I knew that I was at a phase in my writing when I need that I needed some one-on-one -on -one help and coaching, and um, so I sought out a couple different people, and one of them was very expensive, at the first one I talked to, but would have been so helpful for me. And I knew that God wanted me to do this, but I, I just didn't feel comfortable. Like you go to the Lord in prayer. And like I said before, he doesn't want to keep it a secret and it didn't set well with me. So I found someone else who actually is a better fit for me and more affordable. So I think there's just a balance between like, God's not going to, um, I find that he doesn't start the work or give me the next thing until I take a faithful step. And so it does require stepping out in faith, but there's a balance or a difference between being faithful and being foolish. And so you have to, you have to be able to discern that and work that out with the Lord. I think he will make it clear. I'll just add something really small to that. For me personally, whenever I am in the valley of decision, you know, for me, super spiritual, the valley of decision, or, um, or maybe you're just at a crossroad, right? Like you're just, should I go left or should I go right? Let peace be your umpire. Yeah. Peace says you're safe or peace says you're out. So if you're at a crossroad, I would encourage you to just let peace be your umpire. All right, friends, if you made it this far, then I know you learned so much from our incredible leaders, Dee, Hannah, and Gina. Listen, I know what God is doing through CW and the women we serve. So my only ask is that you pray and ask God how you can be a part. Whether it's financial or through prayer, you are truly appreciated and valued. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, friends. And next week on Giving Tuesday, We'll be sharing another panel from the conference, so be sure to come back. You really will enjoy it, just like you did this one. I'm sure of it. But until then, go and be the woman you are created to be. Bye.